Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Boots, The Cats, and The Ugly. Today, we are going to be kicking off a new intermittent series titled Beef Boxing, where we undertake a longitudinal study of some of the beatboxing community's most famous and fruitful rivalries. Like most sports, the world of beatboxing has its titans, and when those titans clash, especially when they clash repeatedly, it can lead to both artistic masterpieces of both musical and narrative varieties. Today we're going to be examining the heavily intertwined careers of Jean Shinazaki and Neil Napalm Meadows, diving deep into each of their historic battles in order to analyze the growth of those beatboxers and each one's influence on the other. Uh, it, it just just as a uh, note of warning, you'll probably get a little bit more out of this podcast if you follow along as we examine each battle with the playlist that'll be in the description uh, of wherever this podcast is uploaded to and wherever you're listening on. Uh, but obviously you don't have to because listening to us is more important than actually watching beatboxing, as we all know. But first, uh, let me introduce uh, each of my wonderful co-hosts. First off, Formerly known as Edward Nashton, his fascination with puzzles at a young age led, inexorably, to him donning a green suit and terrorizing the citizens of Gotham. It's Oliver Wang. Yeah. And uh, do you want to know how he got these scars? It's John Smith. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm Roman, although around these parts, most people just call me Arm Fall Off Boy. Uh, gentlemen, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Uh, was that, like, inspired by the Batman? Uh, it, it, it was inspired off of Batman. However, I have not seen the movie The Batman. I have uh, Although I understand that the Riddler features in it. Uh, Oliver, have you seen The Batman? No. Nice. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. I've seen I've seen screenshots of uh, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, and that's like it. I yeah, I know I know that people people left it people utterly utterly unsatisfied. Really, very much really happy with it. really like Zoe Kravitz. It's understandable. Uh, and I mean, but the, but the reality is is that is that we're ignoring the real issue at, at hand. Oh God! Which is Arcane winning everything. <laughs> yeah. We are ignoring it, Oliver. So, today we're going to be talking nice. about... Uh, nice. today. Yeah, Arcane is popping off, but uh, we're not talking about that today. Today we're going to be talking about Gene versus Napalm. These guys, uh, if you da- if this episode hasn't come out yet, which is possible, uh, we named both of these people on our Mount Rushmore of beatboxing. I mean, these are pretty much the top dogs, and they have a... a long and fruitful rivalry together and we're going to be going over each of their historic battles uh in in sequence anyone want to say anything first uh, uh, just to set up set up this exciting journey we're about to go on from 2014 all the way on to after 2014 michael winslow is in this discussion <laughs> that's true nay he will be name dropped in this episode michael winslow which if, if is is an indication if nothing else of like how far back into the like like this is the, we could honestly name this the boots the cats and the history.com like it's just we're all the way back now we we really i i mean i 
I've commented before, I think that the beatbox community has a very, very short cultural memory, uh, which I think is is indicative of a good thing. It's not itself a good thing, but it's it means that a lot of people are just getting into beatboxing. It's a really growing art form. But because of that, we are one of really very few bastions of uh, beatbox history. Uh, or that's how I like to think of us anyway, uh, going eight, you know, as far as eight years back in this episode. Y'all may not know this, but we actually have an episode, um, that was in the time capsule that was sent to aliens. We actually have a little, a little cassette tape in there of us talking about beatboxing and Michael Winslow. (laughs) Around the time Tom Thumb was born, around then, around then. Yeah, exactly. We we were all in the like negative teens at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna uh, say impressive given he's. We years were. Older yeah, no, no, no. We we the the, the members of the, of the Washu Beatbox Society have actually been the Washu as actually stands for the Washington Universe, which is the secret organization underneath all of this that predates the Illuminati, um, ancient mafia, Egyptians, God. We met God one time. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm loving the energy from Oliver in this episode. Let's keep it. This is great. This is, these are the vibes we need to carry into 20, uh, into the 2020s. It's, yeah, it, it's a really sure. fascinating concept to like age backwards and then be born and then age forwards and then die only to then age backwards. Yeah, it's like Benjamin Button, I think. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> it's, it's vaguely reminiscent of it, and that they both involve time. No, yeah, ab- absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And in, in, in continuing this trend of quoting movies we've not, we've not seen before, uh, Age of Ultron uh, had a quote in there that I'm sure is applicable at some point. Oh, you're you're not going to list what the oh, quote no, is. Oh, no, I have no idea what the quote is. I, don't, I didn't watch the movie. I don't know what the quote is. As it was quoted in Age of Ultron, yes. I'm, yeah, bro, someone probably, somebody said, probably some said yes at some point in that movie. I have to imagine. <laughs> or or, for, or for, for other, for movie buffs, no. <laughs> Yeah, you you had to have listened really carefully in order to catch that famous Age of Ultron quote. <laughs> hey, boomers, how many of y'all remember this classic movie line? <laughs> this is, uh, wow, what a start. So, Gene versus Napalm, he insists. Gene versus Napalm. Uh, it, it is so, uh, like I said, we're going to be going through each of their battles. And and in talking about him, kind of doing a mini breakdown of each of each battle. And we're gonna start with when they first met. Possibly, I don't I don't actually know this. Possibly when they first met, Gene and Napalm, the people first actually met each other in uh, ABC, the American Beatbox Championship 2014 semifinals. Uh, and we actually have a podcast episode about this tournament, so, uh, you can feel free to listen to that if you'd like. Uh, but uh, first, let's, so let's break down the context a little bit for this meeting. Uh, Oliver, any chance you could give, uh, perhaps for the listeners who haven't, uh, caught that ABC 2014 episode yet, could you give maybe a brief, uh, breakdown of what the American beatbox scene is like in 2014? Yeah, so we, and we also, we, we kind of talked about the ABC 2014 as kind of being, like, Almost, almost, almost like the highlight reel of like upcoming American talent. Like, like we got Kayla Mulady mm-hmm. there, we've got Amit there, Gene, Chris Elise, Kenny Urban, right? All 
I think meeting for the first time at that tournament. I think, or certainly all coming together in any sort of formal sense for the first time. I, 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 some of them I think had met each other before, but this is probably the first time the whole beatbox house was really in the same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was judged by like what by Michael Winslow, right? Like, like it really. It, 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 we say this a lot, but it was one of those tournaments that was like it really was a young meet, old school meets new school moment. And so at this point, the American beatboxing scene still pretty had close to, had pretty close ties to kind of hip hop and and kind of beatboxing as as uh, beatboxing less as EDM and as dancey and a focus on you know lots of wacky sounds but more of like trying to outtech your opponent and you see a lot of that here. Although Ahmed, I think both Ahmed and Napalm are using use some kind of bass through that. But not everyone else mm-hmm. does. I think Kayla uses like, what does Kayla do? Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like a squeak, click. It, it, it's difficult to describe Kayla. She does her famous eight bit sound, which I can't do. Like, a no, no. I mean, it's, it sounds nothing like that. But yeah, <laughs> it, 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 not not bass heavy. She uses some snore bass though. Mm, yeah, 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 but. Uh, it, it, no, it, it, Oliver, thank you very much. Yeah, that is, that's absolutely correct. It, yeah, it's sort of an inflection point. A lot of roots in hip hop from the judges, especially, but a lot of new school young talent uh, in the in the competition itself. And in John, can so uh, Napalm and Gene meet in the semifinals. Yeah. This is probably this is probably the most famous battle of the tournament, I'd say. But can you yeah. give some context as to what had happened in the tournament up until this point? Okay, so up until this point, we've had, like like we said, a lot of a lot of big names, a lot of big names doing a lot of stuff. So the semifinalists, is Napalm and Gene, who we're going to talk about. And then the other semifinal was Kayla and Kenny Urban. Um, I think up until that point, Napalm defeated, I want to say the reigning champion, or at least a reigning finalist, and beat Rhino to make it to the semis. Yeah, uh, reigning champ. Yeah, it was reigning champ. Uh, beat Rhino as well. I think indicative of what Oliver was saying earlier about um, hip hop. Beat Rhino. I believe this tournament he competed entirely in a hoodie uh, with the Top Dog Entertainment logo on it. Top Dog Entertainment, mm. of course, is the label that has uh, it's headlined by Kendrick Lamar. So you can see they're very, very heavy hip hop influences. Um, and then Gene, I, th- I want to say, knocked out Amit. Leading up to this, yes, I think, the other finalist, the other reigning finalist. Yeah, actually. that's uh, right. So I think both of them kind of marked, I guess, like a changing of the guard in that, in that sense of the word. And then I think beyond that, this tournament, what we saw was we saw a lot of, like, it's it's really weird going back and listening to it because, from what we know of beatboxing today, what it sounds like is good beatboxing wrapped in bad beatboxing that's wrapped yet again in like good beatboxing and what that, what that means is that <laughs> it's it the is, turducken of beatboxing it's very good it's a very high standard of beatboxing especially given the time right a lot of stuff holds up well um however <laughs> it's not always the most listenable because structure is just not it's not it's not at the standard yet that mm-hmm. that we know yeah. today. So I think what we've seen in this tournament is we've seen a lot of people who have a lot of talent, a lot of skill, but there's not a lot of 
this is gonna sound harsh, maybe a little weird. There's not a, there's not quite as much musical skill. There's a lot of beatboxing skill, but not musical skill. And I don't just mean that in the sense that like people aren't you know aren't singing well technically or nice because Gene is right. Uh, I mean, even at this Gene. standard, like Kayla as well is quite musical. Yeah. What I mean more is that like the level of composition is relatively yeah. low. I, I, th- I think I, I think you can sum it up by saying Gene in 2014 was doing a routine. Gene in 2022 was doing an experience. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I, I really like what both of you said there. It's, it kind of, this was before we began to think of a beatboxing round as being like a piece of music. It was, it was more of a, it was more, as Oliver said, it was more of like a, you know, a bunch of tech or did, and as John you pointed out, there's this very turducken-y feeling where yes, obviously there's there, there's solid fundamentals there. The structure is really unfocused by today's standards, but there's also this layer on top of you can see the potential. A day, see yeah. you sometimes it breaks through of where these guys are going to be. So I think I think that's a perfect uh, expl- explication of the context here. So let's get into the battle itself, Gene versus Napalm. As you said, this has got to be the most hype round, right? Because it was going to to be a rematch it was going to be a rematch of the previous year's finals and the semifinals how hype would that be but then both the finalists lost um right by quite a considerable margin in the quarters so so by from these new guys uh really napalm previously had lost to spencer x i mean he had lost to spencer x a few years back that's true by the way yeah uh, i never right? or 2010 yeah 2012 yeah. lost to spencer x and i never um i'm never gonna let him live it that down he thinks just because you know He's won a world championship or two. He can he can make everyone forget that he lost to Spencer X that one time. So uh, <laughs> imagine anyway. losing to Spencer. Uh, uh, anyway, that's something no one what on this podcast has ever done. Ima- just by the way. imagine. Just I mean, mind you. Imagine. Okay. See, that, that's the problem with these 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 whippersnappers with no cultural memory. Don't even know that this guy lost to Spencer X. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. We're all undefeated against Spencer X, by the way. Yeah. So like, oh my gosh. None like, of us. Have, could none of us have suffered the indignity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, and, and, and more importantly, I I think longtime listeners will realize that the the shock factor isn't that he lost to Spencer X. It's that Spencer X was in the same room. <laughs> wow. Like I wish Spencer, I had something to say to add. Spencer X being present in and of itself is a phenomenon it's a phenom that we don't understand. Yeah, it's a shocker. And then on top of that, losing to Spencer X. It's it's a uh, it's something that I'm sure uh, all the world championships in the world, appropriately enough, could never heal uh, those scars. Uh, do you want to know how Napalm got these scars? <laughs> so nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so the battle, Gene versus Napalm. So. Uh, we're not going to do like a full battle breakdown. I'll I'll just give a brief summary of kind of what happens for people who aren't very familiar with this battle. So uh, this, and this is a theme that I've noticed in a 
bunch of gene napalm battles. First round, they both test the water against each other. They both just do something. Napalm usually freestyles. Gene usually doesn't freestyle, but it's not usually his best routine. And then second round, you can tell they both realize we need to get serious because this other guy's really, really good. Uh, and <laughs> this is this is basically every battle. And usually, as much as I hate to see it, usually Napalm seems to get more serious than Gene. Uh, and that it has occasionally decided some battles, I think. But uh, in Napalm, round one, he does this kind of OD base zipper flow free. I, I'm pretty sure it's a freestyle. Um, <clears throat> Gene does some uh, a, a click and chest based routine. Uh, check chest base routine sorry uh that i actually haven't heard since uh but it's very indicative of 2014 gene this is before he did any uh he this is before he really got a clean throat base this is before he did much of his signature uh noise uh this is this is before he learned lip rolls so a lot of which i think he does uh and then uh round two napalm breaks out earthquake which is considered his best routine at the time and gene breaks out brain which was considered his best routine at the time as well uh so you can really see they, they both they both need to get serious as, as they realize kind of the caliber of opponent they're faced with so uh yeah let's just uh first of all general thoughts about this battle what what stuck out to you guys upon rewatch uh, it's my favorite non-Kayla battle from that tournament, for sure. Like, by yeah. a long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as well, the... Um, it's... I really like the note you have written down here, Roman. That <laughs> yes, I, I just saw that. I, forgot, I forgot how uncharitable I was yeah, it, Friday that it's, night or whatever I was working pre, on. <laughs> that it's, it's Gene and Napalm before each of their sort of seminal routines. So it's sort of like watching Federer versus Nadal if neither of them had had arms. Which feels harsh. I feel like it's more like watching both of them if they were each wearing an eye patch over one eye. Like that that to me feels like a more accurate (laughs) comparison if I were to make the analogy. But this isn't my episode. This is yours. Um, I I was, yeah, I I was considering whether or not to read that out. I've forgotten that. That's very mean. I did not, I I don't mean that. (laughs) So that, I mean, like the thing that, the thing about watching it now is that like, I can only assume this must have been like the best non-GBB or BBWC battle the world had ever seen at this point. Right? Like, I think outside those two... Because, like, the thing as well is that, like, now, you know, we can look at, like, you know, we can look at Asia beatbox champs and get amazing battles. We look at, like, even, like, the... Okay, I say even. That was not meant to be disrespectful in any way. But, like, um, like the werewolf beatbox champs were, like, Stitch broke mm-hmm. out. Like, some of the battles in there are crazy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, this was before um kind of american or or regional beatboxing became globalized right so each battle was hosted on like the tiny individual youtube channel swiss like starting in 2016 swiss started to do the america or swiss did the abcs right Mm -hmm. uh they're like this was before really broad scale of beatbox globalization where a lot of the times these like regions were working pretty much in isolation and they were not really seen outside of that region so it uh yeah right. I, I think that there was and then at the world championship you'd get a lot of clash of styles and a lot more interesting stuff so yeah I, I agree it could very plausibly be one of the best uh, battles ever outside of a world championship yeah um 
I, I don't know. I, I think just on top of that, I feel like you. I feel like we've. I think we've done a pretty good job of bringing up the context as well, but also like watching it, knowing what they've gone on to become. Uh, it's 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 interesting because it makes what they've gone on to become feel more impressive, and yet somehow also predestined in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like it 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 feels like so obviously obviously the battle is like very clearly non-fictional it's a thing that happened but watching mm-hmm. it feels almost not entirely real <laughs> because you're like this you're like that's like almost napalm <laughs> and it's almost gene <laughs> like almost kinda it's it's it you're like I don't know. It's like when you watch, uh, it, you know, it's like watching a celebrity impersonator where you're like, yeah, yeah, almost, sure. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. The other thing that's worth mentioning, I think, is that Napalm, so now, Na- Napalm has a much more battle-friendly style of beatboxing and stage persona. However, I feel like neither Napalm nor Gene are inherently particularly competitive individuals unless... Mm-hmm it's in terms of being with themselves, right? Like, I think they're very introspective and very self-motivated in the sense that it's like, if I'm a better beatboxer today than I was yesterday, than I was a month ago, than a year ago, then I think they're happy. Rather than if I was a better, if I'm a better beatboxer today than my opponent in this battle. I feel like the yeah. the former that I just said is much more important to both of them. So I, yeah. it makes for an interesting battle where they're like kind of competitive, but also, especially now, like now they're obviously very good friends, right? I think at this point in time, I don't, I don't think the beatbox house had quite come together yet. I don't know how old the beatbox house is, right? The beatbox house formed between this and twenty the twenty fifteen ABC. So I, I think this this is kind of the genesis of it. And you, I, I that's what I was kind of thinking. Had they ever met before? But then I saw that that. Um, Napalm was literally doing brain along with Gene. Like he clearly, Napalm was already a huge fan of Gene. Right. If yeah. They hadn't met. Uh, yeah. Because he knows this routine yeah. clearly back to front. So. Yeah. Right. I, I I think at this point, right, the most impressive thing either one of them had done, Napalm probably would have been just getting to this point because he hadn't done too much in battles before this, really, right? I think he did a yeah. Midwest at some point that he won, maybe before 2014, maybe? He, he won Midwest in order to get to 24. That, that, that uh, okay, yeah, the so race. there you go. So I think that's probably his most... Uh, uh, on the Gene side, the, the most impressive thing I could point to for him, other than just brain, is like that one time he was on So You Think You Can Dance as the as the backing track for a dancer in their audition in Boston. Uh, which is back when he would have dropped out of Berkeley and been busking before he was, you know, anywhere near the legend he is today. But uh, I don't know. I've been talking a lot. Uh, I've been saying a lot of stuff. There, I, I'm sure there's some good nuggets in there. But you know, overall, no, no, it's overall, yeah, uh, good battle, good vibe, just good vibes, like friendly competition. I, I like it. You know, I like it. Yeah, two thumbs up from John. <laughs> The two thumbs up from John. Oliver, when you were watching this battle, uh, could you see kind of any echoes of, because as I always like to, I always like to bring up how geriatric I am. I watched this battle in 2015, I think. I I, I watched it uh, when I was kind of, right when Napalm and Gene were hitting their, really hitting their stride in popularity. And I went back and saw this battle. Um, 
what are what are your thoughts seeing it now can you see where do you see echoes of the caliber of beatboxer that they're that they're to become you i mean you can yeah you can kind of see it in their style i i think so we we've talked a little bit uh earlier about like how back in the day there was really only like battles were really about beating the person across from you right mm-hmm. and that you can you can kind of tell what that's the focus is on right it kind of focused on just tech patterns and getting all of the like getting crowd pumped up and doing and, and you know every once in a while incorporating sound that maybe no one's ever heard before and you it, it kind of, you you can see like, like napalm is more aggressive right he has a lot he's been a lot of time like he reminds me kind of of uh his style reminds me a little bit of codfish in this tournament actually like re- relying on like really slow kind of like not really rock but like heavier rock songs He's got a lot of the. He's got a lot of the. I can't do the sound. The. Like he has that kind of like pattern with it, you know, like like a very like leaning in on the bass kind of like you, you like you can tell you can kind of tell he's he's getting closer to you can't like dip and then you can't roll like this right those like mm-hmm. very similar sounding, um, kind of like John said like like parodies of those. Almost like, yeah. like it's like they're close, but they're not quite. You can't roll like this. Um, and then G- for Gene, G- I think though Gene had a transition. Gene is really interesting. Like listening to Gene twenty fourteen and listening to Gene twenty sixteen, I feel like are two different experiences. Because Gene is so much more musical in twenty sixteen. Maybe in part because Jigsaw is just an amazing routine, and they probably like. <sighs> I'm not sure what prompted him because, like, like, like in 2014, Gene's doing like clicks. He's doing like tempo shifts. He's doing he's doing a bunch of other things that aren't like he's still not like heavy. He's not like he's not like hitting like right. But he's he's got clicks. He's got he's got jumps and tempo. He's like he he's clearly trying to be out of the box with it. It just isn't seen. I yeah. I feel like in 2014 he is still trying to adapt his style to the dominant mode of beatboxing at the time and in gbb 2015 he's still doing that a little bit more more so than he does now but he is he has kind of with jigsaw helped to create an atmosphere of beatboxing he's he's changed the world of beatboxing into one that he can more easily thrive uh into one where he can more easily thrive rather so no, I, th- I think that's a really good point. Uh, so, yeah, so much for uh, ABC 2014 semifinals uh, between Gene and Napalm. Real fast, in your, just quick, in your opinion, who won? If you were on the judging panel, who would you have given it for? Napalm. Napalm for John Oliver? Napalm. I think Napalm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, close especially though. in twenty it, in, yeah. in twenty fourteen, you hear earthquake. We we also like we we also have said so many times that the reason why we love Gene is because Gene has such a specific style. Right? Mm-hmm. And right now Gene's still trying to be a poser. He's st- if if go like hailing back hailing back to our, our, our script episode, right? Right now, Gene is trying to fit in with the cool kids. And it's not working out for him. It's just yeah. not happening. It's just right. not him. It's just not him. Yeah. He needs to be himself. Yeah, he needs yeah. to be himself. He needs to make Jigsaw and then just start going deeper and deeper into all community. Be the E-boy you were always meant to be. That's exactly. that's the message here. Exactly. Exactly.
exactly. You, you hear that, Gene? Try making Jigsaw. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so so we uh, peeked this, into the future there a little. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we could have been the judges. Napalm wins 4-0. to zero. Uh, And so the lifetime score is now Napalm 1, Gene 0. Uh, and that brings us to uh, book two of our epic journey, GBB 2016 semifinals. It always seems to be the semifinals, isn't it? Well, some of the time. Well, okay. Anyways, it is this time. And uh, at uh, least twice. Of course, <laughs> yes. In, in 2016, actually, this is their first battle. They broke right to semifinals in 2016. Yeah. And then they added quarterfinals in 2017. And of course, octafinals uh, this past year in 2021. <laughs> I shouldn't say this past year. It could be 20. 25 by the time this episode comes out uh, but but yeah no at at time of recording tsm is currently nine and two 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 and nine two uh, sorry two and nine yes there's no point they're never gonna be not two. <laughs> that's just dating it wrongly they have, just, they have, <laughs> i love the i love the slow like the pause and then just the like the just just getting up close to the mic just pause two and nine <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Yes. No, make, let's make it clear. TSM has lost nine times. Yeah, let's go. Wait, haven't they lost? I feel like they might have lost ten times. I think they. I matter. think I think they went against Dignitas again last night, and then lost, lost again. Oh, did they win? Did they really beat Dignitas? I can check. They're on. The I don't think up they did. Up. Oh. Let's go. TSM wins worlds. So yeah, we, <laughs> at time of recording, TSM just won worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway. Every League of Legends fan guffawed at that. Now, um, now, uh, GBB 2016. Uh, so between 2014 and 2016, uh, for Gene and Napalm, uh, probably pretty uneventful two years. Not much happened, right, John? Oh yeah, no, dude. Literally nothing happened. I, I, I think. So you said it there. I, really interesting. I'm gonna start with Gene because you said earlier that like. With Jigsaw, he manipulated the beatboxing scene into one where he could more easily thrive. And I just love the image of Gene sitting there and being like, all right, let me just make a routine. Right? And he makes Jigsaw. And he looks at Jigsaw before releasing it and is like, casually like, you know what? Let me just tweak this because I feel like this is pretty close to just like breaking the whole beatboxing scene wide open. And then I can win whatever I want. I just love that idea. Like of, of just Gene sitting there on this power that he knows he has rather than we might, uh, we should, we should want to do an episode on Gene again, because I, I don't even know if like Gene crafted it to like, he, I don't know if he crafted the beatbox scene to fit him. Right. It's, it, it really, for me, it almost feels intentional. <laughs> almost. Like, yeah, like, like he, he literally just shows up vibes and vibes on such a level that we have to give him credit. Yeah. He's dude, he, literally doing his own thing while also, he showed up, started vibing and it took him like all and of, he wins all of one constantly. year. Yeah. It took him all of one year to find the resonant frequency to vibe at within the beatboxing community. And then just set the tone from there. Um, no, so, so Gene, what Gene has done, so by this point in 2016, Gene has released Jigsaw, okay? He's changed the game. He's the reigning GBB champion at this point. He's also released Home. (laughs) Home came out in fall of 2015. (laughs) Before this. (laughs) So. That was his elimination at at the tournament. Yeah, Yeah, and home was his elimination at the tournament. Home 
is like I feel like the only reason we don't talk about Home as one of the best beatboxing routines ever is because it came from Gene after he came out with Jigsaw. And so at that point, it was just like, well, this is just what he does. <laughs> this is just what yeah. he does now. <laughs> when I first saw it, I thought this is this is the greatest beatbox routine I've ever heard. Oh, same. Uh, and the, same. And then, and now it's not even, probably not even in my top three Gene routines. Like, that's just good. <laughs> yeah, no. We've never done a Gene episode. This we is haven't, yeah. Turning into yeah. one. I mean, at this point, I feel one. like we're, we're, we're just building up to one. We'll get there one day. But so, yeah. so, that's, so that's what Gene has done. Gene has just casually become the absolute just an absolute legend like he's cemented his place in the scene by this tournament between jigsaw home and his gbb 2015 win i don't think anybody would argue with like oh dude gene is literally one of the best ever at that point right within a year he has gone from almost from complete obscurity to or within two years he has gone from complete obscurity to one of the greatest of all time by common admission right napalm has gone on and he spent, what is it, ABC's 2015? ABC's 2015 is the one where he s- just smacks Chris Elise, right? It's 2015, uh, isn't it? He does that a couple of times. The phrase, the, 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 the phrase Napalm smacks Chris Elise is not gated by time. It happens <laughs> always. Napalm is always smacking Chris Elise at some point. Yeah, but Chris Elise wasn't there in 2014. Looked a lot better so I think it's 2015. 2015, but it was no less of a smackdown. Yeah. Yeah, but so I'm pretty sure it's 2015. It may it may well have been 2016, but I think it's 2015 with uh, Monkey King, right? No. See, I I still fucked that it up. Was really I've been practicing good. this for months, and I still can't do it. But it was no, close. They, that was that was excellent. I wish I wish that it was in 2015. He actually has this very similar Donkey Kong uh, thing is what he beats Chris with. <laughs> oh, you're right. I mixed up Monkey King and Donkey Kong. That's on me. That's yeah, on you're, me. You're because he's no. It's because when he battles Hiss in 2017, he starts like he's gonna do Donkey Kong, and Hiss does this. Which, if you're not looking, this is it's like a peace sign, but he's holding up a two, two fingers mm-hmm. to signify that, like, oh, he's done this routine before. And then Napalm goes, nah, this is new. This is Monkey King. It's not Donkey Kong. Which I'm like, that's kind of a cop out, but fair enough. Um, anyway, so back to back to here. So so Napalm has has just destroyed all comers in 2015. He's seemingly on this unstoppable ascent where d- every obstacle that comes in his way. It just falls. It's it, it it's it's as if it's non-existent. It, honestly, Napalm's ascent up to this point in 2016 is similar to the 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 ascent of the Atlanta Falcons that they faced at the end of the 2016 season before breaking everybody's hearts by losing to the Patriots in the finals after squandering a not one, two, three, but a four-score lead. Uh, there's an NFL reference for any of you NFL fans out there. Um, yeah. By the way. Uh, I want to say before that game, teams were 96, I think at a 96% win rate when leading by four scores heading into the fourth quarter over all NFL games, not just the Super Bowl. No one had ever done that in the Super Bowl, even teams that went on to win by a lot, and uh, the Falcons lost it. Uh, Similarly, Napalm, who had shown no signs of slowing, let alone stopping, somehow was stopped in the uh, final of the uh, Beatbox Battle World Champs in 2015 
by uh, Alam, right? It's yeah. 2015, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a battle which, uh, you know, much to my dismay, because for me, Napalm did enough to win, uh, as I've said so many times. But so I think really at this point, what we've seen is like, Gene and Napalm have gone from two guys who happened to knock off the finalists of the American Beatbox Champs last year to for in 2014 to in 2016, the really the headlining members of the Beatbox House. Uh, at this point, the world's large, most famous and imp- single most impressive Beatbox collective that we've probably ever seen, because Barry Wom debuts in 2016. So they're not there yet. Barry Wom's not Barry Wom yet. So really, the Beatbox House is the best it gets at this point. And... Gene and Napalm have met in the GBB now. This is their this is their first time meeting the GBB. And really, you know, they're both coming off the back of an incredible rise to beatboxing superstardom. And I think really, you know, in that stretch, it's tough to argue against J J Palm. J Palm and Neen. Um <laughs> <laughs> being being the two two of the beatboxers who pushed the scene forward the most in that period, really. It, yeah. From within the scene, I should say. Uh, because yeah, with musicality and lip rolls, respectively. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I think to me, like this is one of those this is one of those times that like really set up the the classic like expectation, even before you get to the battle of like, dude, dude, this is the final. This isn't the final, but this is the final. Yeah, it, it's know. the marquee matchup, yeah. absolutely of of the entire of the entire tournament, uh, and it becomes, uh, of course, one of the greatest battles of all time by common consensus. Uh, the, 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 I should speak also to this is like the peak of American exceptionalism, uh, which is uh, America takes over gbb the top three people at gbb twenty sixteen are all from America. Um, they have a super competitive uh, tag team too, even I think with Spider Horse and uh, K Palm. They have um, no decent loopers, but that's fine. Beatbox House is good enough that they just casually create their own team. Twenty sixteen is when North America is, or particularly the United States, is absolutely at the height of beatboxing everywhere. For you know, the first really, really the first, and and possibly the last time, uh, due to um, just the incredible efforts, mostly of the beatbox house. So, uh, <clears throat> let's just dive into the battle, which is amazing. It's one of my favorite battles ever. So I'll just give a like before I'll give a brief summary. So Gene's first round, he does. What do you mean? Brand new at that time. Um, the live premiere he had come up with out of it maybe the previous month, which is, uh, of course, the cover of Justin Bieber. What do you... Not Justin Bieber, goodness. Justin Bieber. <laughs> what do you mean? Ooh, ooh, and you nod your head, yes, that you wanna... Which is a really creepy song, but it's kind of catchy. Oh, yeah. Gene is amazing. Very, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of those you're like... <laughs> You're like, don't want to listen to the... It's a classic, like, it's almost like The Weeknd. Literally every song by The Weeknd, you're like, yo, this is great. I'm not listening to the words. I don't want to know what the words say. Yeah. Fantastic, though. Good work. Keep it up. See a therapist. It's like, Great. it's like Mrs. Darbus in High School Musical. That was very disturbing. <laughs> Go see a counselor <laughs> next. 
it's a deep cut HSM reference for y'all. <laughs> but it, I, I did that part because I can't do his breakdown. Can anyone do the... No. No. Does that no, I haven't listened to, it, listened to it in a while. I can cover some of Gene's second round in this, though, which I think you'd know already. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do that later. So we did, what do you mean? Uh, Napalm just didn't you know? Didn't you, you know? know? Never yeah. win a battle this way. <laughs> or whatever he does. Yeah. Uh, Gene does uh, his famous um, routine that doesn't have a name, but is still freaking sick. The <laughs> and then uh, Napalm, of course, finishes it off with the greatest ever rendition of Chickapook Agaboo, which is... <laughs> or whatever wow or whatever or whatever that's better just than i could do i haven't practiced just Gaga casually bust that out oh or whatever you you know how yeah. that I, is. I totally broke let me do it actually well what That, nice. was, that was the clean. That thing. was pretty sick, um, dude. That was sweet. You oh, know, you. he also counters Gene really well because Gene ends with yeah. the. Um, yeah. Ooh, really good. Really yeah. good. Dude, that, that was clean. by the yeah, way, dude. Emphasizing that double K. In, in case you couldn't tell, we're fans of this battle. Just. Oh yeah, yeah. We, just, we, we just, like this battle, man. Yeah. It's so good. Newsflash: We actually like Gene. So <laughs> this is uh, say, we are fans of this battle. We're fans of Gene. But Oliver, summarizing it obviously doesn't do it justice. Even our renditions don't do it justice. We do because there's an added dimension with Belo who's judging this battle. Can you break that down for us, please? Belo is there. <laughs> And the ramifications of Belo being there are just. Uh, there are so many different. Like, like oh my god. It, it really was. He's there. He's there. Like, he's there. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He. So he. Belo comes from a really old school of, of battling, right? Where. He, he was the host in 2005. Like, this guy is old school as they come. And he, like, he, when Gene and Napalm are such friends during this battle, yeah. and they're so unaggressive that he signals. Yeah, 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 Jackson. that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 like, they need to get into his face. Like, this is the act. Like, like, yeah. Because, like, like, if you watch it, but yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, they, they, they were hanging out. They are having a good time. Yeah, and then Beagle was like. He was like, no, they have to fight. Get into his face. Get, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. This is, I've literally never seen this ever again. I've never seen this in a, in a high-level beatbox battle. The judge yeah. giving advice to the participants in the middle of a battle. I've, it's because, it's beca- it's because those crowds, ever, they, they, okay, every, every battle sense, right, has some level of animosity that is almost like, well, we, we talked about this, right? Almost characteristic of a battle, right? They get into his face. Mm. They copy routines, right? This was purely them just being buddies. They knew that one of them was going to go on, right? It does not matter. Let's just have a good time. And they do. They don't bust out their challenging routines. They just bust out their crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. And it just is like... Uh, you got to get into it, his it, face. 
Yeah, for, first round is so good, but it is really limp. And then yeah. below is like, come on, I, I. They got They got They got to fight. They got to fight. You can't. They it's not a battle. We're not. It's not beatbox house live stream. It's <laughs> exactly. And and do, boy, do they ever fight. Gene is a little bit more aggressive in his second round. Um, but if Gene can, what even, is Napalm if Gene can do? even be aggressive? If exactly, if well, yeah, well, that's the problem, right? Is Gene, Gene, I think Napalm rises magnificently to the occasion and delivers what is, to my mind, probably at least arguably the greatest single round in the history yep. of the grand beatbox battle. Certainly, up until that point, by far, up until that oh, point, d- but dude, probably, d- dude, d- not even close, but 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 possibly now i mean it's amazing the battle or what he does can can anyone do parts of it i can do some of it it obviously does chickabooga agabooga but then he does <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, i can't uh, do any of it no i can't it, do it we, we, well he he did you ain't never heard a drop like this yeah i yeah i can't do i can't do anything else in that only the no it's a I think it's that. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then he does. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. That's literally (laughs) the only thing I can do, though. That was really good. Yeah, the. (laughs) And then, uh, then he goes back into Chukubugagabul, and it is it is madness what he does there. It is such an insane round. History is made. I mean, that that, yeah. that that is at the time considered one of the greatest. Battles and of all and you know what? We have we have Below to thank for it. Below the the perfect conductor in the orchestra of beatboxing chaos. That's Below. That's nice, dude. Yo, his, I should be like an announcer or something. That was sick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but there are some times where you have to just recognize, like, you know what, I did a good job there. Good yeah. job, John. That, that was, was, that was here, excellent. Here's though. the thing, though, right? In in the anime that is Gene's fucking life, right? Bilo is one to like, 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 like. There's very something very. If if Gene had been allowed to vibe, right, and just do his own thing, right, I think it would have been an act. Like, like, I think the judges would have had a harder time. I actually do. Oh, they would have. Right. Yeah. Like, like if if they had been dead, it's like, oh, yo, Napalm, why don't you go aggressive, Gene? You just keep being you, you do you, buddy, right? Yeah. But no, no, because like yeah. after that comment, right, Gene actually like leans into once again that battle style that is oh so like sim- 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 emblematic. I don't know why I say symptomatic, emblematic yeah. of like the 2014 battle, right? Yeah. Going back into weird tempos, going back into less of like the you know the arpeggios and more into the. <laughs> You know, you know, Gene, Gene, the battler is like, I feel like he's one of the first guys to just be like, so difficult to judge in a battle. Because yeah, you're like, no, no, no. everything he does is unquestionably ridiculously impressive from a beatboxing yeah. standpoint. But like, everything that battling has been up to this point runs counter to gene's entire personality it's it's and artistry and you're just like it's like what like how are you supposed to judge that like gene comes up does insane beatboxing for a round the other dude actually tries to battle him in the ways that he knows how right it's like that one i can't remember his name it's like that one there's a japanese mma fighter who was like active he had a really good record he was fantastic in the octagon he used to dance 
Like, you used to pop and lock in the ring. And the only way that, uh, like, that, like, the fight commentators could possibly wrap their head around it is, like, oh, he's playing mind games with him. And literally, they ask him this in every interview. And he's just like, I like to dance. I like to fight. It's fun. It's a sport. There are games. It's supposed yeah. to be fun, right? Like, yeah. that's that's exactly what Gene is, right? Yeah. Like, he's up there. He's like, dude, it, like, yeah, it's a battle, but, like, we're beatboxing. It's fun. It, it's art, it's, right? It's, this, it's like, the same way. It's, it, I, like, I often think to myself that, like, Alex Sino often tries to be, like, like, it, like try to, tries to put himself in the community in the same place that Gene currently is, right? Because Alex Sino has a whole slew of weird stuff. Like, like he had a tennis match on stage. I was hype <laughs> with the two part. Like, like, like they're like they do weird stuff, right? But I still see Alex Sino as a battler because he he has turned all of his techniques into more aggressive ones. Yeah, yeah, right. Gene just doesn't do that. He just no, it's not very Gene. And and it doesn't. And, and when he Gene does do that, it doesn't work for Alex Sino. When Alex Sino does that, he's he's a world champion. But well, when, I think when, like I think like it doesn't work in the sense that Gene doesn't win. It's usually still yeah. fun to listen it's to. It's still fun. To, no, no, yeah, it, yeah. No, no, not all of this presupposes that Gene's going to deliver something high quality and amazing to listen to. It's just right. not Gene. I, I'm a, I'm actually completely with you, Oliver. Yeah, it does always feel when he's forced to do something more badly. It does feel less like Gene. I should that said. I think that this is this second round here is the best gene has ever done it no, no, no i think yeah, that yeah. this is oh, this yeah. is probably oh yeah given that this is putting him outside of his comfort zone and outside of what he really wants to do this is probably his best ever and had had napalm not risen so magnificently to the occasion right i yeah. think it would have been i oh, think yeah. i think gene still would have had a very excellent shot of making it to his second finals but let's we're spoiling a bit let's just Let's let's do yeah. votes. If we were on the panel, if we had the unenviable position of voting between <laughs> these two legends, uh, whom would we whom would we choose? Uh, John, what do you think? See, here's the thing, right? Is that this has shades of another famous semifinal in the GBB mm-hmm. to me between Batako and Codfish, mm-hmm. where like as amazing as Napalm's second round was, listening to the quality of each round. It's a lot closer than I think it, it, it seems at first glance because I think Gene is a very has a maintains a very consistent tenor and high quality beatboxing throughout the entire time. Not that Napalm doesn't, but I think Gene's two rounds together are much better than people give them credit for, and I think for that reason it's close. Having said that, it's still Napalm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would have I I would have no 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 I would have seen them walk up on stage and be like, oh, it's Napalm. Right. Yeah. Gene's not gonna. Gene's not gonna win this. It's Napalm. Like this, you can't. Like, like he's the premier battler of that time. There's no way. Yeah, especially at that yeah. point. Yeah, that's true. Especially and, at like, that point, right? And like, which also which is why it conf- like like I w- like I would have been like, there's nothing that Gene can do in my mind that Napalm won't copy and or rise to, right? Hmm. And then Gene does something that Napalm can't copy and or rise to, and I'm like, okay, well, shit, right? But at the, at the same time, right? At the same time, though, right? Like, I would have still said Napalm, even 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 if Bilal yeah. had interfered. It just it would after both of Napalm's rounds, you can't not give it to him. He yeah, he's just it just is Napalm, and it, it is like the battler, and it, it's it's the quintessential battler. I've I've found this, and I find this immensely heartwarming for some reason. Gene is someone 
like Gene is someone where Napalm can always kind of reach deep within himself and bring out his absolute best stuff against against gene yeah. even when he can't against anyone else even when they my my complaint about napalm my deep frustration with him is i think that after um from gbb 2017 onward i think he's lost a clutch factor he it used to be that like when in occasions like this when he was down to the wire he could do something like his second round and absolutely make history and i think he's sort of lost that now he's he's always so close <laughs> but it's just not quite it's just not quite there and it, i find it really frustrating even though he's obviously still a great beatboxer i just find it frustrating to listen to sometimes but with gene is the exception he always is able to um bring it, 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 gene seems to complete him and and make him really strive for uh to to do something better uh that said for me when i first saw this battle in 26 i saw it on release i saw it when it came out in 2016 and i actually thought gene i thought I thought I was so into Gene at that point. I thought, yeah, Gene won this battle. It, oddly, even though Gene, I think his age like fine. Old Gene ages like fine wine. Oh, right? old, Gene. Onward, Gene. old Gene, old Gene ages like. <laughs> and, and, and usually, it's like the more musical stuff that I appreciate. Like that seems to last more, and the oh. less the kind of technical or hype stuff. Even so. Uh, I actually Napalm is just so good that he's actually grown on me in this battle and I would actually by a slight margin uh, give it to Napalm as well and the judges agreed with us although the judges were more split than we were uh, judges voted four to two in favor oh, of Napalm see here's the thing honestly I, at the time right I would have I feel like mm -hmm. I would have also been split not like yeah like i don't i i, I would have been pretty split at the time because especially because so and i was and kind of to your point roman right i think one of the sad things about napalm is kind of what people used to say about marshmallow oh no no sorry not marshmallow avici right where it's like you were so good at a thing that you redefined the thing everybody copied you and now your thing's no longer unique mm -hmm. right and i think that's yeah. kind of like like napalm is the quintessential battler the aggressive get up in your face hit him with the bass heavy hit him with the crowd pleasers hit him with all of the things that we now associate with battling right that his brand has kind of been diluted a little bit right i mean like we have a bunch of other beatboxers now who essentially do that and then do stuff on top of that right hmm. yeah and gene however is just timeless yeah. I think people have tried to approach him, but have gone different ways of approaching him, and it just it just hasn't really worked out the same way. He's he's a different kind of great. Yeah, uh, somehow it's a. It's I think a I think I, I, I think Gene, Gene is one of those guys. I think it, it takes a clever. Um, it just is. He just. Keeps it takes. I think it takes a clever beatboxer to even a like a, an incredibly clever beatboxer to even approach what Gene is in terms of the things that Gene does. And yeah, I think forget surpassing. A, I think it takes a wiser beatboxer to. <laughs> like maybe have that ability theoretically and be like is there even a point in me trying yeah <laughs> i should be me right yeah. like yeah. I, you know i think there's a lot of guys especially at a career like i mean you look at like big man and hiss and guys like that you're thinking i mean maybe maybe it's like no they're doing their own thing and i think they're right to any beatboxer who might be able to approach gene 
to, to, to become something like Jean realize is good enough to realize that that's a fool's errand. Uh, right. That shouldn't be the goal. So much for uh, GB 2016. I don't know. This is running longer than I expected. I don't know why I expected it to run short. We're doing four different Battle of yeah, and we're, ta- and we're talking about Jean and Napalm. Like, and we're know. talking about Jean. Yeah, I really should have guessed. No, it's okay. Uh, th- this is only my... I can only apologize. But uh, So as a result of that, we're going to skip over basically this kind of interlude uh, a mini battle a seven to smoke battle between napalm versus gene at the 2017 uh, beatbox house seven to smoke and we're going to skip over this for a very good reason which is that uh, i'm probably going to do a full episode on the beatbox house seven to smoke because it's honestly some of the best beatboxing yeah. you'll ever hear yeah. one of the most underrated beatboxing events yeah. in history uh I, to me this is Na- napalm eventually wins this competition and he beats gene uh in the process but it's something like 26 or 27 battles uh here of the beatbox house all at their absolute yeah. like they're operating pretty much at their peak. Uh, to me this is peak napalm i think that napalm it, it, but out so many amazing routines anyway napalm wins meaning that the lifetime score is now 3-0 in favor of napalm bringing it to the beatbox battle world championship 2018 uh now napalm and gene are both gbb champions and uh, napalm is the heavy favorite to win the entire tournament of beatbox battle world championship 2018 is the reigning bbwc uh vice champion and Gene is like a, a dark horse or a spider horse, if you will, to win. He's yeah. maybe in most people's top three or four they're expecting. And unfortunately, they clash in the top 16 round. In a top 16 that only round, yeah. one only one can move on so uh let's let's just dive right into the battle the the uh napalm obviously wins gbb 2017 he's you know incredible but we're skipping all that the battle itself uh, i'll give a brief summary so uh first round for napalm he does a uh he does a click routine uh seemingly references of course referencing of course gene's famous uh clicks and then he does his famous creepy routine to <laughs> or I, I can't do it but uh that is just a side note by the way that is one like one of my favorite sounds that i've only like discovered relatively recently is the one that like napalm's been doing it for years i only discovered it because wing started doing it is just the the bmg snare and um yeah. closed mouth nose exhale Ooh. i can't do that seemingly oh yeah i forgot about that yeah, you know, that, that really one. Really good, John. <laughs> Dude, I'm, nice. I, I'm surprised that came through. I haven't that, done it in a little really, while, but yeah, I practiced it for a while. Really natural. What the? Yeah, I, well, I, I practiced it for yeah, a long time, a little while I there. Do I just that. haven't done what it in a little bit. Yeah. I, I one of my one of my favorite things about the about doing this podcast is just when we like get to a thing and and someone has to demonstrate something I'm just like oh wait you can do that <laughs> I, and like yeah. John or Oliver will just bust out this like perfect cover of a sound that I didn't know they could do and I was like what? Oh, <laughs> wait, often I will wait, real what? often I won't realize that I even knew how to do that it just happened <laughs> exactly yeah oh one thing about napalm that napalm sometimes does especially recently he doesn't do it in this battle but he does it later we'll talk about it later is he seems to invent sounds just 
he, on stage. Like he'll be, he, he put, he's freestyling, and he will literally just invent a sound in the middle of a high stakes battle. Yeah. He he put it he, he put it in his tutorial. If you watch his tutorial for Lip Roll, right, one of the things he he closes on is he was like, "Don't be afraid to make stuff up. Don't be afraid." Mm-hmm. He, he specifically said, "If I take two sounds." Put them together, make a new sound, and run with it. It doesn't matter what people think it's weird, right? Just run with it. That's his, like, philosophy. And, and sage advice indeed. Awesome. Good, yeah, good memory of that uh, that tutorial, which is a pretty good tutorial, actually, better especially for the uh, the uh, I, I, I would lip base. Better, um, better than jeans, uh, by the way. Better than jeans, by the way. <laughs> better than jeans, Jeans yeah. just yeah. assumes a level of... Oh, yeah, you, you can do lip roll? Great. Now find the find the exact oscillation of lip roll and then find the overtone created by the oscillation and then harmonize with that oscillation. Easy. Yeah. What could be simple? I don't know what other explanation he could have given. Uh, that really said it all. Just just do it. Just do just, it. Just make yeah. the sound. Good, yeah. good uh, luck, gamer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, uh, Gene's first round, he does make it mean something, which he rarely does otherwise that I can find. That's it's, yeah. uh, I think I've heard it maybe some. I, I can't remember where else I've heard it. He's probably done it. I think that was the one. first time I'd heard it, but I could tell that it was something he'd done before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Napalm busts out a very, very, very cool routine in my opinion it seems to be his it sounds like he it sounds like this is his most prepared routine from in the entire tournament uh step to me and he also includes some callbacks with the dun 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 or whatever uh to um his uh 2016 battle with gene mm-hmm. uh and which is anyway it's a step to me routine and then gene uh in his second round does a remix of his famous home this is i think that this is a pretty over this is a fairly this is not a very well regarded battle even though it was a like the marquee matchup of the tournament and b or should have been the marquee matchup of the of the solo event of the tournament right by and names it's b, the marquee matchup yeah, by, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and b it was I mean, just every time Gene and Napalm clash, it's it's pretty famous. Especially, mm. I mean, it's it's it, it feels like this should be a really really well regarded uh, battle, and yet it's somehow not. So, John, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so I have a couple. So there are a few things. Um, I think a lot of a lot of what you um, a lot of what makes you think about a battle has to do with the tournament it comes in, and here's what I mean. How many? How many of you, realistically, remember well and would say that you enjoyed the small final in GBB 2018 between his and Bataco? How many of you listening? Not us here. Like I, I know we would, but like how many of you listening would? It's not many, right? No. Because no. Codfish just eviscerated Bataco in the semifinal. Like yeah. that's an, such an insanely good battle that. His versus Bataco, fantastic battle. Shogo versus Bataco, also awesome. No one talks about those. You don't talk about those. Why would you talk about those when there's like, there's like free, like you got free codfish over here and D'Lo just destroying all comers the whole time. I mean, until the final, yeah. right? So like, th- I, that's just an example, right? Uh, actually, it's the same year, right? That's GBB 2018. This is Beatbox World yeah. Champs 2018, yeah. a little later in the summer. And so... The BBWC 2018, I mean, I feel like it already has. I'm not sure if this is a punchy statement or not. 
it's totally gone down in infamy for, for a multitude of reasons. So the first one and the biggest one is the audio mixing. The audio mix is atrocious. It's so bad. <laughs> There's like, like you don't get any sense of energy from the crowd at all while you watch, which is like one of those things that like I think when people complain about it and they're like, well, this is just this is just terrible. This is objectively bad. It's like no, it's a to- it's a choice. It's an editing choice. It's not a mixing choice. Yeah. It did not go well, in my opinion as well. But like I can see how one could argue like, if you want to really appreciate the beatboxing you know you want to turn everything else down like i see the argument i don't agree but i see the argument right so i just want to point out here that it's like it's not like this is an objectively incorrect thing they did yeah. it's just a poor it was just poor we could, judgment we could do a whole episode yeah. on that on that one topic. oh we're totally going we're yeah. totally yeah, going be, to if we haven't oh, already we should do that because they, i think that's a it, that's a really good point you make john it's not there's nothing objectively bad about it, but i think it's not just the crowd reaction it's also when you just take the mic sound and you really tune down the room sound everything feels so dry there's no wetness or reverb no, to no, the sound no, no, of no. getting the sense that is performed in a, in a no i think so yeah that's you, the other thing you, like, don't, you, you don't get the sense that it's being performed anywhere it, you get the sense it, that it's you, just it feels like in a hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, like you just yeah. yeah, it it feels muffled almost yes. because it's just so dry. Yes. It, it, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It, but yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt John. No, no, you're good, you're good. So that's the main thing, right? And then the other thing, right, is that this is a tournament that gave us like you know, at least in my opinion like like the like the hipsters, you know, I guess like the hipsters uh goat uh like hiss had not like a breakout tournament because he broke out in 2017 but like he had another tournament where you were like yeah this guy is just really really good at beatboxing like yeah on paper this should be the marquee matchup but in terms of how everybody actually performed at the tournament it's difficult to argue that either of them were based on what they showed in their eliminations and in the battles versus what other people who went farther in showed it's difficult to argue that they were two of the best performers at this battle, I think, yeah. which is another reason that the battle, I think, is maybe not as not as hyped. But as well, it's difficult for me to imagine a world in which every single battle from that tournament doesn't get infinitely more attention and love if the audio mixing is more in the Swiss style. Yeah. yeah. So. Or, or, or indeed the style of 2015, which... It sounds which sounds beautiful. Oh yeah, twenty fifteen sounds balance. amazing. Everything sounds so like the perfect amount of like reverb and and room noise. It's a gorgeously mixed thing. And then they they went back to like the twenty twelve mixing format for uh, for twenty eighteen. So no, I I completely that's a really good really really good points all around, John. I completely agree with you, uh, Oliver. You want to bust into like some of the we we kind of haven't talked about the battle itself, and I'm afraid that it might be because it's not that interesting. But Oliver, do you want to do you want to take one for the team? No, ab- talk no, about, no, absolutely. Talk about- if 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 I <clears throat> excuse me, I'm putting on my monocle and mustache. <clears throat> Allow me to re-emphasize something that John said. The audio mixing is a pain to listen to. If you have watched as many beatboxing videos as the three of us have, it is painful to watch that video. It hurts. It is like it, it like when people if if I see a clip from that battle, I'm like, oh great. I don't even know who's in it. I'm like, oh great, I gotta listen to 
it, it speaks so many volumes that the like the listener experience of those videos is so challenging. And I think because of that, right, we are getting these underrated performances. Because I honestly think, right, that like this for me was I think of the first battle where Gene has a real chance. Where like I think the decision between Gene and Napalm is really complex for me. And like now kind of put it going to the battle itself, right? I th- I think honestly that this at this like in this moment, right, of 2018, people are really kind of into Gene's style of like a mixture of battle singing almost, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got he's he's got um he's got a, he's got some vocal bass he's got a he got he's one of those right um he busts out home at the end right like it was the marquee matchup he knew they brought everything to it and I honestly think that if I was a judge I would have ruled I would have gone in favor of Gene I think that that I think that at that tournament having listened to so many other people I mean I think ultimately the fact that like that Biard and it was it was who, who was in the final again Biard and Alexinho. Yeah, Bjorn and Alexinho. I think that those that those judges were looking for more like battle battlers. So I can understand why they went Napalm, right? But I think Gene won that one. I think Gene, for whatever it's worth, got the crowd more hype, right? I think I think Gene was more interesting in that battle. I think Napalm just kind of pulled two like he had he did Napalm again. Right? Which is great, which which will take you far. Right? Mm. But it's still it, it was Napalm again. I would have honestly given it a Gene in that battle. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting the way you put that because the way actually the way I started thinking about it now as well is that given so they obviously didn't meet in GBB twenty one. Right. But listening to Gene feels like you've listened like every time. Like Gene has a one hundred percent success rate of any time he comes out with something new. You're like, what the heck yeah this guy is awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. napalm has about a 60 percent chance of that exact feeling when you yeah. listen to something new of his yeah about yeah. and then the other two of every five times he does something new you're like this is just a caricature of what we already know you do yeah which is not bad it's just not new and i think when you i think it's you know it's not it's not necessarily fair to penalize him for that but it it does mean that you just emotionally it does not have the same effect when you listen to it because you're like, is this objectively fantastic beatboxing? Yeah, it is. But it's like, is it also quite similar or literally the same as things you've heard before, just mixed and matched in different orders and things like that? Also, yeah. So, yeah, I see your point. I, I actually agree with yeah, you. I think. And, Sorry, for, Roman. Yeah. We kind of skipped over your bit before the voting, but yeah, I agree with all of our vote for Gene. You'd vote for Gene. Yeah. I, I was gonna just say I call that the new Turducken. The new uh, Turducken. Of, of, <laughs> 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 I, the, no, I, I think that that's that's a really good point. I think that the rebuttal is that is a hundred percent. I I agree a hundred percent with what you just said, John. But the problem is Gene brings out new stuff way less often. That's true. It's just yeah. always something staggering when he does bring yeah. out new stuff. But he does Home, which he d- did in twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, right. He does he does a remix. A cool remix, mm. but he, he, Gene, the, always the complaint about Gene is that he, he is, he has, he 
refines his stuff to perfection and as such he uh doesn't come out with a lot of new stuff a lot right. of the time yeah. uh, and he has to he has to reuse a lot of it. That's why the so, album was so incredible but that is yeah. not even remotely what we're talking about and we we're already <laughs> over. So I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry for what I said. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, honestly here's the thing. Don't bring up the album. Don't bring up the album. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no did you see like cut to like 30 minutes later <laughs> just Dude, we're, like, sinking in quick like sure, we're yeah. sinking in metaphorical transcend by just, Gene quicksand just all of us have guitars all of a sudden and it just all right um, <laughs> oh my god yeah we've... if you if you listen to two minutes and 40 seconds into never give up <laughs> you, you'll hear uh so uh the metaphor of the coffee shop is brought so beautifully no okay all right yeah. anyway um so two votes for gene here i'm gonna give it to napalm again um i did despite you know being the biggest gene fanboy in the world i thought i think napalm's second round i i on rewatch napalm's second round was worse than i remembered no, but no, no i no. still think the, it's really good. i remember this i remember thinking to myself right like with the with the backdrop with the lighting like if i had just only like if i if you showed me those four napalm rounds from 2014 and 20 and 2018 Right, and didn't tell me which one was like from 2018, which one was 2014. I don't think I'd be able, I'd yeah. be able to tell you. I really don't think yeah. I'd be able to tell you. And that was kind of my problem with Napalm. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Compared to 2014, where Gene is obviously so you know so developed as an artist, that's a really good point. Napalm, it practically could have been. He practically could have used his 2014 yeah. routines again. I mean, it's uh, but. Yeah, maybe maybe and, I will give that, it to you. I don't know. Honestly, I think Napalm's. Like, that's the thing. Like, like mm-hmm. at that moment, I can see why they give it to Napalm. Like, if if I at that moment, I think they, I think that Napalm, like Napalm winning, is still kind of a sold deal. I yeah. think that the world of battling specifically isn't either either ready or at least not open to that idea yet. Like kind of like yeah. it's it's not like it's not like now where we have like put Gene up and we're like it's Gene whatever he does it's gonna be great it's Gene just trust right like like I would still ha- I would still at that moment hand it to Napalm but like having the benefit of hindsight and having the benefit of having mm-hmm. all of these battles put together right it's not innovation and and that was what I would, what I'd be looking for at that moment. Yeah, and, and and honestly, his first round is just bad. Like he yeah. he messes up the timing because he thinks he because they're still using the freaking um time turner. What's it called? The the hourglass. Oh yeah, the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> so he turners. messes up the timing. He he his yeah his mouth feels dry. He's like he like breaks flow and he it messes up his combos. His second round is really good. I just I, I thought Gene. Yeah, I, I just think Gene seems a bit low energy. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. It's a. I think it's a very disappointing battle. Uh, I wouldn't really know who to give it to. I'd probably vote for Napalm just because he he has the only round that I found extremely exceptional mm. and, and like nothing. Uh, you know his uh, and I really liked his end of that. Let me ask you something. Uh, what yeah. you gonna? It was really good. I mean that that was really good. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, because he brought the most exceptional moment, but um, judges were similarly split in Napalm won in a 3-2 decision, uh, making the lifetime score Napalm 4, Gene 0. And of course, that brings it to the end of Psych! Ha! Ha! I bet you thought that 2018 was their last battle. <laughs> what a bunch of losers. <laughs> I bet you feel the fool now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because until... 
Friday night when I was putting together these show notes, I thought that this was actually their last battle as well, but it's not because they battled in the semifinals of the Beatbox House Party in 2021, and uh, it's actually a sick battle. I think we can all agree this is like one of the. This is for me. This is by the second best Napalm Gene battle. It's, it's an I, instant I even, classic for sure. It has 2,500 views on YouTube. Uh, it's it's it is just an incredibly underrated battle. This was when, uh, so some context, this is in uh, June of 2021. Uh, they're both nominally semi-retired. However, they're both confirmed at this point to be going to GBB 2021 as solo participants. So they're not, they're not super retired uh really underhyped battle i'll give a i'll give a brief summary uh so round one for gene uh he remixes his famous melody the but it's the 2021 version which is completely different he has different verses different uh uh iterations of the melody uh napalm has just has a mental breakdown on camera basically in yeah. his first round. he's on the floor uh yeah, he's on the floor. He does he his routine. He remixes Jeans round, and he keeps saying the disrespect. Uh, although he opens it, of course, by with a really heartfelt uh, saying, "Look, I, I for real, I wouldn't be in a, where I am today without this this guy right here, Jeans Best." Yeah. Uh, which I think we can all get behind. Jeans yeah. second round, I think, is the exact same as the second round versus Br it at is. Uh, GBB twenty twenty one World League. Yeah, and Napalm second round, he does something really cool i actually really like it it's it's just a great uh it's just a great round oh gene debuts of course his weird bass noise can anyone do that Um, no i want to so badly it's like starlight and uh uh, oliver saved me here uh talk about this battle (laughs) uh what's going on um this one is weird for me i think this I don't know who I give it to, honestly. I'm not actually sure. I really don't know. Because cause I, I, I think at this point, this this is Gene as we know him. Yeah. This this is like Gene who can basically do whatever he wants. I really like Gene's routine. Uh, okay. So, I think Gene's routine is really catchy. I think Gene's routine is musical. I still think the scene is not ready for it. Even today, you Even, think that we're not ready for Gene. I, it's fair. I think I I think that I, I think that the scene shows Gene a lot of love. We show Gene a lot of love, right? No, no, no actually, you, no. you 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 think we like Gene? <laughs> impossible. And, and I also think that Gene has done the impossible of staying relevant in a in a community that most beatboxers have left. For most people, beatboxers mm-hmm. like him. Hiss has moved on to artistic things. Big men move on to artistic things. They know that it's just not their place. It just isn't for them. For at least for battling, right? Maybe the scene mm-hmm. will open to like a artist kind of thing or like looping or something like that right and you know it's kind of become like if you want to be an artist go do a looping if you want to be like if you want to be like uh if you want to be a real beatboxer right you gotta do battling right and then if you if you happen to have a buddy go do a duo right (laughs) and then increase depending on number of buddies but anyway i really want to give it to gene again right i think here 
I would I would want to give it to Gene, uh, but I think Napalm was first round is really strong. The disrespect. The disrespect. I just, I really like Napalm's first It's a fun battle, isn't it? And, and both of them are great in both of the rounds. And I think it's because there's like, there's clearly no stakes here. It's so, there's such casualness here. Yeah. It's, it, they're just, they're just doing it. They're just jamming. And they, and they, you know, there's no pressure to really battle each other. And because there's no pressure to really battle each other, Napalm gets to do some fun little battle tricks. He did, you know, say the disrespect, kind of lovingly mock Gene style, collapse on the floor. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Oliver, but it, uh, yeah, I, th- I think. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still going, I'm still going through i think i think the notable i also think i think the notable moments the gene the that the that that it was how does he do it hang on i'm gonna do it right now yeah he did he does that really cool where he jumps like does a higher interval going with his voice and then he does a lower interval with his lips which yeah tries to copy and he does a remarkable job uh, in his first round, although yeah. he, he can't quite do it. I mean, obviously he can't do it like Gene. He, he yeah. doesn't tune it perfectly. But it was like, impressive, though. Uh, but but anyway, I, I I think once I think once again, it's I, I think the, I think from I'm this from this battle, I I think Napalm walks away with it. Um, but I I think that this battle is one of one one of many that are a testament to like Gene's tremendous ability. And just the simple fact that he's still battling, he's still in the scene, still very much involved, even staying true to his style. Like, th- like he's not adjusting his style anymore, right? There's no below coming up like be more aggressive, be more aggr-. like, like it's it's very much a gene battle. And the fact, and and I think the fact that I'm still conflicted on it speaks volumes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we've said it so many times before. Gene is a three-time world champion, and he's not that good a battler. The, 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 so the fact that he's going up against Napalm, when Napalm is, uh, you know, on, he is the best. Be, I mean, he's basically the best battler in the world. He He's really, really excellent at it. Uh, although, as as John uh, pointed out, he's not. he doesn't seem really competitive in that kind of way, but he has that ability to, at his height to, to battle, uh, you know, to beat anyone on the planet. Uh, and the fact that it's still such a puzzler, despite uh, despite that difference is just speaks volumes to gene's ability john why don't you uh give us your thoughts on this battle and maybe who you think uh should have walked away with it i so i only watched it like this morning well not this morning like right before we recorded so that was in the afternoon <laughs> that but, <laughs> feels like this morning <laughs> yeah um <laughs> no uh i liked it i liked it a lot i think it was a really enjoyable battle it was really fun to watch i highly recommend it it's like it's got to be like the most underrated battle of last year. You said it's it's yeah. got like single digits, thousands of views, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the most underrated battle ever. Then basically, <laughs> um, I, I think from, uh, I, I, I think yeah, I, I think it'd be really oh, interesting. <laughs> I think it'd be really interesting to start diving into like which like which which titles hold like like clickbaity titles like which titles hold the most ground now in in beatboxing community. I think GBB for sure is like your yeah. your publicity title. You know, yeah. 2018 onward, I think previously it was the Beatbox Battle World Championship, uh, but from 2018 onward, I think it kind of became GBB was the is considered the the 
the big that that's the feather in your cap yeah. is GBB champion. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, Napalm probably won. I think. Um, it's close though. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's it's a really good battle. It's really fun. Like you said, Roman. I, like the fact that there's no stakes, I think, is really nice. Makes for very yeah. makes for a very enjoyable viewing experience. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It just uh, I'm sorry, John. Who did you say you thought? Uh, uh, Napalm. Thought, Napalm won for me. You thought thought Napalm took this one away. Oliver, you're saying Napalm. I think Napalm uh, for this one. Yeah, took this one away. I that made that makes sense. Yeah, it's you know it's it's a nice battle, and it, we should talk about how like. I, I how sketchy it looks, right? It is recorded with phone audio. There is no direct feed. A lot of the time, the people are dressed so, like someone very enthusiastic is holding the phone, and they're like, "What?" Yep. Appropriately enough, but you, it drowns out the uh, drowns out the thing. The Napalm's last round is cut out, cut off at least a few seconds short, and it just cuts to winner. Yeah, <laughs> it clearly edited in uh, in like <laughs> like Windows Live Movie Maker or whatever. Uh, um, uh, and the, it's so it's all pretty sketchy. It's on the Beatbox House YouTube channel, but um, yeah, I, I it's great. It's great. It's it's thoroughly charming. Uh, just a, a very very fun battle. I think either one of them could have won. Uh, I think probably for me probably I'd vote for Gene. This is probably the only one I'd vote for Gene on because I think uh, I might as well vote for Gene once. But either one of them could have won. They're they're clearly both just vibing and uh, they they both do a really good job when the uh, when the pressure's off here. And that uh, almost does it. I'm going to give a brief post loot here. We have Napalm versus Gene at the Space Time Legends 2021. The, the, the This was so close to their previous battle. So Space Time Legends, for those who don't know, was a, uh, a series of like round-robin beatbox battles uh, by Swiss Beatbox. And it was one-minute rounds, and it was used to promote this new watch. Uh, so I guess time is involved. A weird, weird premise, but it's it's like some legends. I think the participants were Skiller, uh, Vakoda, um, Napalm, Gene, uh, Reaps One, I think, and Alexino. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so uh, weird sort of format. No winners or anything, and they and they weren't the uh, the battles were recorded remotely. So it's sort of an online battle, and I'm not even sure that the participants were told who each of their uh who each of their opponents would be for each of their routines i think they just had to submit essentially a mm. one minute routine and it's sort of interesting and they the, uh napalm and gene i think both do nice routines but um it, there's no uh, winner here so uh oh i forgot to mention last time napalm won uh so that uh, there's the the uh score mercifully does not become six to zero however napalm is still five zero up on uh, on Gene Shinazaki, in case anyone's counting, and mm. that does it for Gene versus Napalm, guys. I I do feel bad uh, for for not planning this out a little better. It was a longer episode. I really liked it. I had a great yeah. time talking with you. I'm sorry. I, no, it's I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't warn you guys that this is going to be a longer episode because I didn't think about that until now. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. I mean. Like, I came up with the title. How could I not enjoy this episode? Yeah, oh, I didn't... Beef, re- oh, of course, I should have cited my sources. Beef, beef boxing, boxing was all, uh, all jobs. Yeah, I that's didn't my realize word. we've been talking for so long. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah no. I, I, I hope the listener feels the same. Let's do a... Let's just do a brief discussion uh, of... Yeah, reflections, having seen... We've undergone now a longitudinal study of this 
incredible rivalry between two of the greatest beatboxers to ever live, Napalm and Gene. And, and how lucky we are that they've encountered each other so often because, you know, we've had bad things to say about some of their, uh, some of their battles. Obviously we're, we're critics here. I mean, we are, uh, we are sometimes harsh on even battles that we love, but we, it, it, it is really a great treat that it, it, these people who always seem to make magic whenever they uh, battle each other, that they've encountered each other so often. It's yielded, to my mind, the greatest and most fruitful rivalry, uh, friendly rivalry, obviously, but rivalry nonetheless, in the history of competitive beatboxing. Um, I, 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 John, any closing thoughts here? Um... Yeah, I guess one thing that I guess I'm surprised we didn't talk about more is the fact that, like, for most of this, they literally have lived together Yeah. in the beatbox house, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think what we've seen is that not just between those two, but between those two and really everyone else in the beatbox house, their artistry has leveled up, like, orders of magnitude over the years. And it's been really, really awesome to see. So... Yeah, I just wanted to shout out the Beatbox House and like all the other members as well because I think they all have a certainly have a part to play in it as well. So, absolutely, uh, Oliver. Closing thoughts. I think, I think that we will not live in a world that is ready for Gene in a long time. And yeah, I, 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 I think, I think for right now, I, I think that there is a reason why Gene and Napalm are considered the fathers of their respective kind of fields if that could be even how we have how we could define it that way and i i think i think that there's gonna be a lot to come i i think i think personally that gene is always going up and i think that maybe one day gene will catch up to napalm and battling or maybe not right i think that will happen and i think that gene's already kind of coming but i think that that would that change will come less from gene himself and more from the world around gene so we'll see we will see indeed uh thank you very much oliver thank you very much john and hopefully we get a lot more battles from these guys to come because oh, yeah. uh as they just battled last year they could do it again these they're still both great and uh gene napalm if we're listening if you're listening we love you oh yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely so Oh, thanks for yeah, listening. Imagine if, like, imagine if Gene, like, listened to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you would be a combination of, like, touched and re- eventually freaked out. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Sounds, you know, like, sounds yeah. about right. Uh, yeah, all right. Hey, guys, just seriously, right. thank you very, very much. No anything about beatboxing today. We'll talk about Arcane once I've finally finished it. I'm four episodes in, so oh, nice. uh, we nice. can uh, discuss that later. Uh, thank you very much. And, yeah, let's do a quick cipher to um, to close this out. I'll, uh, I'll kick us off. Then uh, we'll do Oliver and then John. Go. <laughs>